Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Sanders, 
and you can also find out more about my products, services, conferences, seminars, symposiums, all of the great things that we have going on. You can find out right there on the homepage of our site. And definitely reach out and connect on social media. I love to do life with you. I'm active on social, and I would love to uh, connect with you in the days to come. Before we jump into this, just a quick reminder, my latest book, Pressure, uh, this is book number 11, uh, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession, is available, and I don't even have time to go into it, but I'm hearing some incredible stories of how uh, this book is really resonating with people, is shifting their paradigm and transforming their lives. And I'm so grateful because when you write a book, you never know how that book is going to connect with people. And so to see that the book is having such a massive impact and resonating with people in such a deep way, it just makes me very grateful. Um, I was very apprehensive about this book because most of my books are geared towards leadership, uh, personal development, the development of the soul, the mind, um, I hadn't really written a book so centered around my faith, and this book is really about the power of prayer. Um, it's about development and how you can use pressure and adversity to your prophetic advantage. It's a powerful story of my life and my journey and how I've become who I am today. And I'm just so grateful that it continues to resonate with people and it's impacting lives. And so you can get a copy of Pressure, Amazon, Kindle, Nook. Most major book distributors have access to the book. And thank you so much to everybody that has supported it and reached out and shared how it has impacted and touched their lives. And so what I want to do, I want to take a very quick break, and I want to jump right into this topic. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Welcome back. So we've been in the middle of a series called Starting the Year Off Right, Making This a Winning Cycle. I always like to start the year with practical tools and strategies and insights to help you this the greatest year of your life. And so I want to continue along this line today. I thought this would be the final part, but there is a bonus episode that I want to do to help you uh, to really make this the greatest year of your life. And so I just want to delve into this. Um, What I want you to first of all know is that this year will be no different than any other year unless you're willing to make some changes in your life. And, you know, I feel like so many people go into a new year with false hope and false expectations. We think because the calendar hits January 1st that our lives are going to magically change. And one of the things that I have told my clients for years is that 
why didn't you make that life shift before the new year came in? If you were already coming to a place of awareness that there was something that you wanted to alter about your life, then why do you have to wait for January 1st to make that change? I believe that those that are really serious about changing their lives are willing to commit in the moment and not in the distant future. And so I want you to write that down. Those that are seriously committed to changing their lives are not, they're willing to commit in the moment and not some distant date in the future. You know, um, last week was a busy week for me and making some changes to my business and the legal work of my business, and it was something I had been putting off doing, and I just needed to get it done. And I think, and I thought as I was doing it and going through paperwork and reading all of the contracts and legalities of the transformation that's happening with my company and brand, it made me think about how there are so many people that know what they need to do to change their lives, but they won't do it. And every year becomes a repeat of the year before because they continue to put off change in the distant future instead of doing it right now. And as you've heard me say so many times, the only moment that matters in the transformation of your life is right now. And if you're not doing it now and doing it to the best of your ability, there are some things that will never change in your life. And so we've entered the second month of 2023 and I want to ask you a question. Are you pleased with your outcomes? A lot of people, you know, they're already posting their February positive vibes, positive messages. I'm going to prosper. I'm going to. That's great. I believe in the power of declaration. I believe it because declaration changed my life. Declaration um, has shifted my mindset, shifted my behavior, shifted my relationship constellation, shifted my finances. Declaration is powerful, but it's more than declaration. It's action. It's initiative. It's intentionality that has to come behind that if you really want to be successful. And so are you pleased with your outcome? days of this year already. We're in the third day of February, and are you pleased with your outcomes? Because Unfortunately, we are at that point in the year where many people have already given up on their resolutions, abandoned their goals, and given up on their vision. And so I want you to understand that this is not magical, that you are the catalyst for the change and the transformation that you're going to experience in your life this year. Most people have reverted back to the same bad habits and unhealthy patterns in their lives because they thought because the calendar changed, because they hit a new year, because we've hit a new era, that their lives were just going to magically be different, and they're still doing the same thing over and over. And you've heard me say this before. If you do the same, you get the same. If you do different, you get different. And what different thing are you going to do that's going to change the direction of your life this year? Write that down. What thing are you going to do that is going to change the direction of your life this year? If you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to continue to get the things that you have always gotten, and your life is going to continue to go in the direction of frustration, failure, and defeat. And so if you want different outcomes, you've got to begin to have different inputs. What are you doing daily and consistently that's going to move you toward the life that you desire? The reality is that it takes more than a euphoric feelings to change your life. So many people are waiting for 
the right emotion, this spark of inspiration and motivation. I tell people uh, when you really get down to the nitty-gritty about success and prosperity, it's not very attractive. It's not very fun. It's not very entertaining or exciting as so many people in the self-help space make it, but it's really about discipline and consistency and intentionality and doing the things that you need to do on a consistent basis to produce the outcomes that you want to see in your life. It's not magical. It's not osmosis. This is something that you have to intentionally engage in on a consistent basis if you want to change your life. So what does it take? It takes execution to change your life. The difference between myself and most people is execution. I execute consistently and I execute at a high level and it produces results in my life. You know, people say, how in the world um, have you had a podcast going over a decade? How in the world have you written 11 books? Um, and done all of these other things that you've been able to do. It's about execution. It's about choosing what you focus on and what you give your energy to and what you're willing to divest from. Sometimes destiny cannot unfold because there are certain things we refuse to divest from in our lives. Write that down. Sometimes destiny cannot unfold because there are things that we refuse to divest from that stand in the way of our progress and our success. And so you got to be willing to know where you're going to give energy, where you're going to remove energy, and where you're going to invest your time uh, to see the greatest outcomes that you want to see in your life. The difference in seasons are not only the actions you take, the difference in seasons are the associations that you keep. Write that down. The difference in seasons are not only the actions you take, but the difference in seasons are the associations you keep. Why is this so important? Because today's show is delving into the fourth metric for making this a winning cycle, and the fourth metric is relationships. Let's get into this. Now more than ever, you must associate higher. I cannot say this enough. I talk to so many people, and one thing that I know as a thought leader, as a visionary leader, as somebody that works with leaders around the world is a lot of people are hungry for uh, development, hungry for growth, hungry to reach their full potential. But what, one of the things that I know is that the associations in their lives do not accommodate the reality that they want to experience. And so they take copious notes, they go to all of these seminars, they invest in programs, but the reality is that if you don't begin to associate higher you're going to continue to stay stuck year in and year out, and you're not going to make the progress or see the results that you want to see in your life. Associations determine your ascension and your advancement. I hope you get that. Associations determine both your ascension and your advancement, and your life today is a reflection of your relationships. If you don't get anything I say today, I want you to grab a hold of that principle that your life is a reflection of your relationships. I always say this, everything in this universe centers on connections. And early on, uh, a lot of failure for me was the result of 
um, having relationships, having wrong relationships in my life and not having right relationships in my life. And so years ago, I found myself really frustrated, um, not really understanding why I was not making the progress that I wanted to make in certain areas. And I began to realize that my relationship constellation did not mirror the results that I wanted to see in my life. Let me say that again. I began to have this epiphany, and I began to realize that my relationship constellation did not mirror uh, the results that I wanted to see in my life. And so as I grew, uh, I came to understand that you are always one decision away from a different life. And one of the things that I always tell people is that there are 12 environments that you must cultivate for a life of success and prosperity. And you've heard me talk many times about how for most people, if we would just get the realm of thought right, uh, we could change so much about our lives. But one of the other environments that you must cultivate is the environment of relationship. And so many people, as I look around the world and I talk with so many people from so many different walks of life, relationships are a huge obstacle to success for so many people. And what I know to be true is that if you want better relationships, then Um, you have to become a better you. Let me say that again. If you want better relationships, you have to become a better you. And when I had that discovery and moment of awareness years ago, it set me on this rigorous path of personal growth or what I call self-empowerment and self-evolution. I really began to do extensive work on myself because I realized that in order to show up in my relationships to the capacity that I wanted to, that I was going to have to develop and become a better person person in the process. And so in the quest of becoming a better me, wrong relationships started to be repelled from my life. Let me say that again. In the quest to become a better me, wrong relationships begin to uh, be repelled from my life. A lot of people have asked, and I've even asked myself this question years ago, why does this keep happening in my life? But, you know, the question is not why does this keep happening in my life. The real question is how do I from ever happening again in my life? Oh, that's a different question. That's going to get me a different answer and outcome. And what I discovered is that this keeps happening in my life because there is some form of deficiency and dysfunction in me that is drawing this into my reality. Let me say it again. There is some form of deficiency or dysfunction that is drawing this into my life. Otherwise, it would not be attracted to me. And so what happened is I began to at the same time realize that right relationships started to be attracted into my life. I discovered that as I raised my values, I removed the vultures from my life. Write that down. As I raised my value, I began to remove the vultures from my life. There are certain things that were just no longer attracted to or magnetic in my life anymore because I was doing the work. I was understanding uh, my value, my worth as a human being, my authentic identity. I was understanding that there was no need 
for me to bend in my morals or principles. All I had to do was have the bravery to be who I was born to be. And as I began to embrace that reality, it began to change the prophetic trajectory of my life and the constellation of my relationships. And I also discovered that the quality of my relationships um, began to change as a result of me understanding this as well. And so what I began to realize and understand is in order to bring your best to your relationship, you must be willing to do the work to become the best version of yourself. Let me say that again. In order to bring the best to your relationships, you must be willing to do the work to become the best version of yourself. And so what I began to do, I began to do some deep soul work on myself, and I began to ask myself a very important question, and that question for me was, Jamel, how do you become the best version of yourself? How do you uh, bring your best to the world? How do you bring the best to your relationships? And what I determined is that the quality of my relationships is determined by the quality of me understanding my worth and value as a human being. It's impossible for me to have quality relationships in my life without me understanding my value and my worth as a human being. And let me pause in this moment and recommend to you my book, Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a world that discounts your difference. It delves into the power of identity and how to be established in your identity. I have come to understand that you cannot attract what you are unwilling to become. You cannot attract what you are unwilling to become. So I listen to people and they say, Jamel, I want meaningful, I want mutually beneficial, synergistic relationships in my life. And I begin to look at them, but you're none of those things. So how can I attract into my life what I have not been willing to work to become? And so because I made a decision to work to become a person of value, I began to attract valuable people and relationships into my life. And so what I want you to understand is that you cannot draw what you desire into your life without development. Write that down. You cannot draw what you desire into your life without development. And so a lot of people, we want a lot of things. We have very high expectations for our relationships and very low development. And what I've discovered is that when you have a disconnect between expectations and development, what happens is you create more and more broken and dysfunctional relationships in your life because we cannot attract what we aspire to be. We attract who we are. And most people are drawn to dysfunction and repulsed by wholeness. Write that down. Most people are drawn to dysfunction and repulsed by wholeness. And so you have to become whole. As I began to do the work, I began to realize that there was a lot of people in my life that should not be in my life. They were toxic. They were negative. They were dysfunctional. They did not affirm um, the greatness and the direction that my life was headed in. And they were just people that I just didn't need around me. And so uh, you have to determine uh, what is it that you are willing to live without? Who can you live without? Who do you need to remove from the inner circle of your life so that you can take your life out of mutual 
him into overdrive. The broken you is at war with the best you. Write that down. The broken you is at war with the best you. And let me tell you, for a long time, that broken me was winning. And I had to make a decision. What are you doing? You don't like the direction you're going in. The relationships in your life do not support, anchor, or undergird where you're going. So either you're going to make some adjustments or you're going to continue to experience these same cycles in your life. And as I just said, in order to bring your best to your relationships, you have to do the work to become the best version of yourself. I've discovered that artificial connections are formed based on vanity and vices. I wish I could totally unpack that because that's a heavy statement, but artificial connections are formed based on vanity and vices. In other words, there's no substance into those relationships. I've discovered that artificial relationships are founded on dysfunction, uh, dysfunction, deceit, and trauma. Let me say that again. Artificial relationships are founded on dysfunction and trauma. I've also discovered that authentic connections are established on value and vision. And so are the relationships in your life, have they been forged based on dysfunction and trauma, or do you have relationships that are based on value, worth, and vision? Because the difference in these two statements I just made will determine the health and the stability of the relationships in your life. And if we're honest, for most people, we built our lives around dysfunctional and traumatic relationships, and we have very few relationships in our lives that really understand our value and worth and are vision-oriented. Let me tell you something about me. Anybody that really knows me, anybody that is a part of my closest inner circle will tell you, I don't surround myself with people that do not have a vision for their lives. You've heard me say on this podcast for years that the problem of our time is not a drug problem, it is not an alcohol problem, it is not a sex problem, it is not a gang violence problem, prostitution problem, human trafficking problem. The problem that we have in the world is we have a generation of people that have no vision for their lives. And where there is no vision, where there is no prophetic utterance, the people cast off restraints and run wild. The the absence of vision invites the presence of hopelessness. Write that down. The absence of vision invites the presence of hopelessness. Where there is no vision, there is no direction, there is no discipline, there is no framework, there is no focal point, and there is no progress. And so you have to have vision. I don't. I cannot afford to have people around me that have no vision for their lives because they're not going anywhere. They're not doing anything. They're not accomplishing anything. Every day of your life, you've got to get up with a clear sense of vision and mission. What are you doing? What will you put on this earth to do? How will you serve the world through your gifts today? Those are important questions that we've got to begin to ask ourselves. Essentially, authentic connections are all about wholeness and worth. I've discovered that the attention you give your inner world will determine the health of the relationships in your outer world. Write that down. 
the attention that you give to your inner world will determine the health of the relationships in your outer world. And so how much attention are you giving to your inner world? So many times we're so busy, to ready to connect with people, but we have not cultivated our own lives. Let me say that again. So many people are so ready to connect with other people, but they have not cultivated their own lives. The difference in me is that when certain relationships begin to show up in my life, I have prepared, and so I'm able to serve those relationships to the best of my ability and potential because I've cultivated and developed my own gifts and potential. And so I want you to work on your inner world so that you can begin to uh, develop the type of relationships that you want to see in your life. I've also discovered that your relationships reflect the health of your soul and your security in your identity. Let me say that again. Your relationships reflect the health of your soul and your security and establishment in your own identity. Years ago, I asked myself, what kind of relationships did I want in my life? I think every person should ask that. What type of relationships do you want in your life? If I wanted my relationship constellation to change, then my relational currency had to change. Write that down. So many points. Anybody that knows me knows when we start talking about relationships, that's just one of the things that just gets me ignited because I feel like it's so important. Uh, If I wanted my relationship constellation to change, my relational currency had to increase. And unless you understand your significance, you cannot bring value to the relationships in your life. Write that down. Unless you understand your significance, you cannot bring value to the relationships in your life. Most people are too broken, too dysfunctional, too unhealthy within themselves to bring anything of value to the relationships in your life. You are supposed to understand your significance so that you can deposit significance into the relationships in your life. Most people are content with just having people around them. Most people are content with just having people around them. But personally, I want people around me that enrich my life. Let me say that again. Personally, I want people around me that enrich my life. What does that mean, Jamil? It means I want people around me that make my life better. If you don't have people around you that make your life better, then you don't have healthy relationships at all. You just have toxic people in your life, people that are going nowhere, that have no drive, no vision, no desire for anything better in their life. They just settle in mediocrity, and you cannot afford to stack your life with people that live with low standards. Write that down. You cannot afford to stack your life with people that live with low standards. You've got to raise your standards and you've got to raise your relational currency so that you can begin to attract the types of relationships that you want to see in your life. Let's try to get into this. I'm, I'm just so full. I feel like I could talk about this for a month. But nevertheless, I wanted to surround myself with certain types of people. So let's kind of excavate this a little bit. Number one, I wanted to surround myself with people that challenge me. These are relationships that do not allow me to settle for mediocrity or to embrace the status quo. Do you have relationships in your life that challenge you? 
if everybody in your life is on the same level as you, I'm going to answer it for you. You don't have anybody that's challenging you. And the problem is that we resemble those with whom we assemble. And so most people are attracted to people that are exactly like One of the things I have done is I have consciously made an effort to connect with people that are different than me um, because it is not our similarities that make us powerful. It's our difference. And that's why you need to read my book, Significance, because I talk about your difference and owning your difference and the journey that I had to go through to learn how to own my own difference so that I could express it in the world in my authentic voice. And so people that challenge you, I don't want you to surround yourself with people that are okay with mediocrity, okay with the status quo, okay with average. I want you to associate higher and to get quality relationships in your life. Number two, I want you to get people around you that push you. Relationships that uh, make a demand on your potential and facilitate your growth and development. Let me say that again. You need relationships in your life that push you. They ultimately make a demand on your potential and facilitate your growth and development. Do you have people around you that are pushing you to grow and to develop? Because I know I watch people all the time, and this is their buddy, this is their BFF, and nothing against the person, they're a sweet person, but they're not going anywhere with their life, and they are not going to push them to grow in any way. And so they're hanging out, and, I mean, they've been friends for decades and years, and neither one of them are growing, neither one of them are being challenged, neither one of them are being pushed. You need people around you that are going to help facilitate your growth and development. And what I've discovered is that a lot of people don't like to be pushed We like to be pacified, and passivity is an enemy to your potential. Write that down. Passivity is an enemy to your potential. You need to be pushed. You need to be challenged because the only way that you will unlock your potential is to be pushed. Write that down. The only way you will ever unlock your potential is to be pushed. And let me tell you, there are people in my life that consistently push me. They say things to me that in the moment it stings, but later on it empowers me and it gives me the determination to make certain adjustments and changes. And so don't get offended when people push you and they push back on things and they tell you that you're capable of more because more times than not you are. And because of those type of relationships in my life, in me that I discovered that I never knew were there. I never knew uh, certain giftings and abilities were even possible in my life. But because of those relationships, those things have come to the surface for me. And the same thing will happen for you as well. Meaningful relationships always mature you. So I want you to look around your life and really ask yourself, do you have meaningful relationships? Are you being matured? Are you being grown? I believe your relationships should refine you. Write that down. Your relationship should be behind you. In other words, you should have people around you that sharpen you. Um, Whatever areas you're weak in, they should be sharpening you. Whatever areas they are weak in, you should be strengthening them in those areas. And so uh, it's mutually beneficial. Let me say this. Healthy relationships are mutually beneficial. They are not one-sided. 
what I had in my life for a very long time, I'm just being very transparent with you today, is very one-dimensional relationships where there was a whole, whole lot of giving, 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 and there was no reciprocation whatsoever. And if that's what your relationship constellation looks like, you don't have meaningful relationships in your life. You just have people that are users. And you have leeches, and once they have um, sucked everything they can get out of you, they go to the next person. And so you have to make sure that you have surrounded yourself with meaningful relationships that are going to help you mature and get to the next level in your life. Number three, you need relationships that stretch you. These are relationships that expand your paradigm and expose you to new possibilities for your life. You need some people that just push you totally out of your comfort zone. There are people that uh, in my life that just push me to no end. Uh, they push me to the very edge of my potential, and they they challenge my thinking in areas and expand and expose me to new possibilities. And you need that. Um, you need you don't expand without exposure, and so you got to be exposed to more and more to know what is possible for your life. Um, and then number four, people that believe in you, people that see your potential and encourage you to maximize your potential. You need believers in your life. If you don't have people around you that believe in you, you're going to live a very disappointed and disheartening existence. And so make sure that you have people around you that genuinely believe in you and want the best for you. That's one of the greatest decisions you can ever make. And that starts, first of all, with you believing in yourself. If you don't have confidence within yourself, you will never have the capacity to truly love yourself and to love other people to the level that you really could. I can't go there today. Uh, people that see you for who you are and perceive your significance. Do you have people around you that can see you for who you are and perceive your significance? You need that in your life. If you don't have it, I'm praying that you will find it. I'm praying that you will do the work to develop so that you can attract that into your life. And then the fifth one is you need those that will love you unconditionally without judgment. You need somebody, I call them safe harbors or safe spaces. You need that in your life. People that are going to love you unconditionally without judgment. Um, as you experience more success, as you gain more influence in the world, um, it's very rare, it's very challenging to find those type of relationships in your life because everybody has an opinion, an opinion of who you are, what you should do, how you should spend your money, how you should invest your time. Everybody has an opinion of what you do, but what you need is people that will love you unconditionally. Even when you make an error and a mistake, you need people that will love you back to life, and I hope that you have people around you that love you at that level and will love you unconditionally. As you look around your life, how many of these kind of relationships do you have? If you asked me this question about 20 years ago, I probably would have started crying live on the ear. I crave these kind of relationships, but I had no idea how to cultivate them. Then I realized that if I wanted a meaningful relationship, I had to bring more to the relationships in my life. Write that down. If I wanted meaningful relationships, I had to bring more to the relationships in my life. And what do I mean when I say bringing more to the relationships in my life? You bring more 
to the relationships in your life by building them on what truly matters. So many people in the world today are building relationships on superficiality and not substance. I always say if you cannot show up to your inner circle, the closest people in your life, and bear your soul as the most authentic version of yourself, then you don't have the right people in your life. If you can't be honest and open about your life and your journey and the people around you reject you and despise you and say all types of things about you, then you don't have the right people around you. It is impossible uh, for you to have those type of relationships unless you have established what really matters in your life. I've discovered that mediocre relationships accommodate you being average. They make excuses and they pacify uh, your passivity and your lack of action. But next-level relationships will always challenge your mediocrity. Next-level relationships force us out of our comfort zone. They demand our growth and development. Next-level relationships test our limits. Um, They expand our thinking. They unlock our potential. And any relationship that is not stretching you and challenging you is a relationship that you need to get rid of in your life. I've discovered that our associations shape our destinies and they decide our futures. Write that down. Our associations shape our destinies and they decide our futures. Surround yourself with people that will call forth the greatness within you and potential. Potential dies without recognition and excavation. Write that down. Potential dies without recognition recognition, excuse me, and excavation. Do you have people that are pushing you to the next level or pacifying your mediocrity? Destiny relationships bring out the best in you and challenge you to become who you were born to be. I started out this episode today by saying to you that the difference in seasons are not only the actions you take, but the difference in seasons are the associations uh, that you keep in your life. And you got to make a quality decision to associate higher. Many of you, the difference between this year and last year and the years to come for you is going to be in examining your relationship constellation. Every single year of my life, or as long as I can remember now, I do relational audits. I audit the relationships in my life. I evaluate, am I growing and developing and bringing the best to this relationship, and what value is this relationship bringing to my life? I want you to get in the framework of being value-oriented and a value-added person. Stop going into relationships something. Go into your relationships to give. Pour into other people. The greatest returns in our lives come from pouring into other people's lives, and I want you to have great relationships. I can speak to this now. Like I said, if you asked me this question about 20 years ago, I probably would have been crying and boohooing on the air with you, but we're here and we're years and decades later, and I'm so grateful for meaningful, significant relationships in my life. I've done my work. 
And because I've done my work, I attract high-value relationships because I've become a high-value individual. And that's what I want for everybody. I want you to have meaningful, healthy, whole, uh, significant relationships in your life that see you for who you are, value you, love you unconditionally, stretch you, uh, cheer for you, root for you, believe in you, even in the moments that you don't necessarily believe in yourself. Those are the type of quality relationships that we all need in our lives, and those are the kinds of relationships I want for you. And so if you want to be successful this year, if you want to start this year off right, you need the right relationships. And let me say this. When you find quality relationships in your life, hold on and value them. Don't let anything infringe upon those relationships in your life because they will enrich your life in ways that you never imagined possible. So I do appreciate you spending this time and these moments with me today. I hope that you will cultivate this pillar of relationships in your life, and I look forward to seeing you again soon for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Until then, stay blessed.